This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Calculine. The Calculine is a free tool you can get by simply going to calculine.com. That's C-A-L-C-U-L-I-E-N.com, calculine.com. And it's a free tool that allows you to easily calculate the 45 and 90 day deadlines for notice to owners, liens, and bond claims. No more counting on your fingers to figure out when your notice to owner deadline is or when your lien deadline is. Just go to calculine.com, put in your information, and we'll send one to you for free in the mail. You'll get it in a few days. Um, okay, so we're going to start with the basics for lien and bond claim rights. We'll talk about some exceptions. Uh, then we'll talk about uh, some collection best practices so you can. Um, employ them to increase the likelihood of better collections. So the basics, which I'm guessing most of you know, you as a supplier, when you work almost always for a subcontractor, you need to send a notice to owner to have lien rights. That notice has to be served um, no later than 45 days from your first delivery of product to the job site. Um, 45 days is counted starting the day after you deliver the product. So if the, if your product shows up today, day one of the 45 days is tomorrow. You count every day, weekend and legal holidays through and include, including the 45th day. And if the 45th day lands on a weekend or legal holiday, it actually rolls to the next Monday. So this is one of the first exceptions you should be aware of. You may say, oh, geez, we missed our notice to owner deadline because it got delivered late because maybe something fell through the cracks. But if you're just looking at the number of days um, and you run over, maybe it's 46 or 47, you may still be in the game if you check and maybe the 45th day was a Saturday. So then you have until you have those few extra days. So keep that in mind. Comes up every once in a while. Um, but it's something good to be aware of. So you've served your notice to owner. Now you use level set, right? Okay. Yes. So if you get your notice to level set early and they serve it by the 40th day, 40, 40th day, then whether it ever gets the, let me be clear, when they bring it to the post office by the 40th day, four zero and they get a manifest sign which is simple so they they take your notice and they have a chart and that chart has all of the um return receipt numbers and addresses on it when they bring it to the post office and the post office stamps it as being received by the post office by the 40th day four zero 40th day whether it actually gets delivered or not it's still deemed delivered so if the mail truck blows up and your your notice is incinerated it never gets delivered but you've met that burden you that notice is still deemed properly served so that's another thing to keep in mind um, if you have a late delivery of a notice maybe you followed the proper procedure and level set can give you that manifest which should they they should be keeping um and again maybe it was Maybe it took a real, maybe it took 10 days to get delivered by the post office, but you did what you needed to do to get it to level set early. 
Um, so keep that in mind. Um, so we've got our notice to owner. That's a prerequisite of having lien rights. Um, whenever you do DPO work, right? So you have a direct contract with the owner. My advice is you should still send the notice. You don't technically need it um, because now you're in direct privity with the owner um, for direct owner purchases, whether that's because the owner on a private property um, requested the, the product or um, you won't actually have lien rights or bond rights, by the way, if a public entity orders from you. So, for example, Miami-Dade County School Board orders, um, you know, all the toilets from you. You're not going to have lien rights because you have a direct contract with the public entity. So, in that instance, there's no liens on public property. And even if the GC was bonded, you don't have a contract with the GC. Your contract is directly with the owner. Um, where we see issues happen with respect to DPOs is that your DPO order is $100,000, but the order doesn't come from the municipality. Your customer is still the one that's placing the orders. And internally, someone makes a mistake and allows another $10,000 worth of product to go out. So you have a $100,000 DPO, but now you have $110,000 that was shipped. Who who's liable for that $10,000 and you fall into a gray area. So there's two ways to solve this problem on DPOs. One, be really, really careful never ever to deliver product outside of the DPO amount. So if you have a $100,000 DPO, you just stop. Um, you don't you don't deliver any more product. That's the easy way. The other way is if you are concerned about it and you can uh, be proactive, you can get your customer to sign a separate document because your credit agreement, I don't know that it necessarily covers this exact situation, but when you get a DPO, um, I'm, ha I'm happy to give it to you. You know, It's like a paragraph. You get the customer to sign that they are independently responsible for any DPO amounts that haven't been paid or any amounts over the DPO that get charged to the DPO account. So in essence, what you're doing is creating like a separate guarantee with your customer for the DPO and the DPO amount. Um, I'm going to guess most of your customers would probably sign it if you presented it to them. Again, this is not a personal guarantee. It's just a guarantee of the company. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by MakeMeConditional.com. You sign lots of releases in order to get paid. And best practices suggest that you make every release conditioned on actually receiving that payment. How do you do that? By making the release conditional. Now, some releases are conditional when they're given to you, but in my experience, most are not. So you can make them conditional by adding conditional language. You can do that by handwriting it in every single time, or you can go to makemeconditional.com and we will provide for you for free a stamp that you can use that will stamp any release with conditional language so that you can simplify the process. So if you want your absolutely free Make Me Conditional stamp, just go to makemeconditional.com, fill in the information, and in a few days you'll have your free stamp.